Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happer and Shaper. Says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle, clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's wicked smart. This is Happer and Shaper. Wow, Schaefer, I still don't have a Big Ten Player of the Week email, so I don't know. We'll never know. Taking too long. Now, there is a chance um, Dotson from Penn State had a pretty good receiving day, too, like a really good receiving David day. David Bell too. had a pretty good receiving day. So maybe Smith and Jigba isn't the guy this week. But He's so good. It's got to be the kicker. The kicker won kicker of the week, right? For who's sure. who's the best player you've seen this year? Oh, good one, good one, good one, good one. Um, okay, let me let me do a little process of elimination here. It's not Kenneth Walker. Um, it okay. It, it actually probably comes down to a couple defensive guys. So I I think I'm on a defensive guy as well. It's either the dude from Michigan, Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, Carl Loftus. Um, man, that kid from Oklahoma was good too. But Benino, Bedito, that guy was everywhere. We forget about him mm-hmm. because it happened so long ago. Um, that's Nick, pro- Nick Benito. Benito. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It probably comes down to those guys. Yeah. Am I missing somebody? I don't think so. Who's yours? I think it's Carl Loftus. Yeah. But, like, it's hard to explain because it's not like he himself had a phenomenal day against Nebraska. He had... Does Bell, does Bell get a He had one here? tackle for a loss, and but it's just like he was kind of just blowing stuff up by himself in a lot of ways without getting the... Bell would be up there. I mean, I think the best athlete i've seen is is smith Najigba. he's but, crazy um <laughs> he's the fastest kid alive yeah it's it's sort of a it's kind of a weird question to sit and assess because it feels like there's at least a few different answers they've there. played some good ones oh a couple people mentioned this on the text line the kid with uh 100 tackles from fordham <laughs> greenhagen greenhagen half a greenhagen yeah full greenhagen yeah, my prediction of luke reimer to have half a greenhagen came up wow, short. three people all just said that at the exact same time greenhagen well Here's how it came in. Sten said the stud from Fordham with 40 tackles. Another unnamed texture said the Fordham linebacker with 50 tackles. And then another unnamed texture said you're missing the guy who had 31 tackles against us. One of those is the actual number. It's 31, not It is 50. 31. I am going to look and see how many tackles he has on the year. We're, so we don't get to see the Penn State wide receiver from this year. There, a couple of those Minnesota guys did a number on Nebraska, too. The wide receivers. Otman Bell. Um, but 
he didn't have a great game, did he? Against Nebraska? Yeah. I think he had 100 yards. Mm. He had maybe his best game of the season. But, man, Smith and Jigba and um, David Bell. <laughs> Those guys are going to be tough to beat from the offensive side of the ball. I It also uh, stands to be, uh, you know, said that the quarterback play that Nebraska has seen hasn't been great. The quarterback play in this conference is not great. Greenhagen. Are we looking at Fordham stats? Did not lead. It does not lead Fordham in tackles wow. this year because Greenhagen has only played five games. Oh no! Is Greenhagen hurt? Greenhagen must be hurt. Um, but that's not why I'm kind of stunned by this. So he's only played five games, right? How many tackles do you think he has? Uh, I'm going to say that he has. A hundred tackles. He has a hundred and two tackles <laughs> in five games. That's amazing. And here's the other thing that's kind of cool: James Conway, the yeah. Nebraska guy, Miller West, has a hundred and three. Wow, he's the leading tackler in nine ta- in nine games right now. And he's the guy that gave Green Hagen the. That's right. Because he's like, I got erroneously credited with this. Go back and watch it. That's right. <laughs> and so it all comes full circle. Wow. Yeah. So that's your Fordham update. That's a good Fordham update. What's the record? Uh, I don't know. I just went straight to the stats. I Did they ever see? They played that one team that we in the game that we were excited about to see who would win. They uh they lost their first three games of the year, and then they who, who was the game they played after Wagner. Nebraska? Wagner. Well, because so they, Wagner, they didn't play. Wagner lost to Buffalo sixty nine to seven. How much they lose to Wagner by? Oh, they they smoked Wagner. They, oh, they beat Wagner. They played Wagner in October. They beat Wagner fifty six to seven. Uh, Fordham has won their last six games. They're six and three. Okay. So whoever said that Scott Frost doesn't beat good teams? This is the one win they have over a team with a winning record this year. So they lost to, they lost to Nebraska 52 to seven, lost to Monmouth 24, 23, lost to full Florida Atlantic 45, 14, and then have beaten everybody else since. So, and that's without Greenhagen. I have emails, but they're not from the Big Ten Conference yet. Oh, no. Dang. One of them was from Nuts.com. No free shout-outs, but Nuts.com. <laughs> okay. I did take the picture of uh, Kevin Warren shaking the ref's hand. Yeah, that picture is making its way around the old uh, yeah. the old internet. That will be used um, liberally. Over the <laughs> final few games of the Do you season. think you'll use that? Oh, do you think you'll use that more than I use Ralph Wiggum as Big Ten officiating I, expert? Yeah, I think so. Because I try not to use that unless it's very, very bad. I, and people were imploring me on Saturday to do it. I probably and I use, held my ground. I probably use my memes a little bit too much. Mm. Although the 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 gorilla one has disappeared a little bit, which I need to, I need to start yeah, working that I, back you in. You used it the other week, and I thought to myself, it's nice to see an old friend, <laughs> Coco. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I got a bunch of stickers of Coco. I need a place around town somewhere just to mark my territory. <laughs> you know how that guy had the Scofro stickers? Yeah. Well, I, I know the guy with the Scofro stickers. Yeah, yeah. I need my Coco the Gorilla stickers I, all around town. You need to, like, get one in Memorial Stadium somewhere. Well, I could do that. Yeah. I have access. Well, I'm aware, but will it will it survive, I guess, is more so what interests me. Mm, we'll see. Um. Yesterday, by the way, was the day that, so this kind of, um, 
works its way into the Nebraska conversation here. So there was a lot of coaches, a lot of assistant coaches who got fired yesterday in college football. Florida fired a, a few members of their staff. Um, Washington, I think, fired their offensive Maybe coordinator. They got their guy in Dan Mullen. There was that Sports Illustrated article about how they actually didn't really want anybody else, and they knew everyone else would be a disaster. People forget. And they got their guy, Dan Mullen. Yep. Their guy. Mm -hmm. They got him. Everybody else, including Scott Frost, huge disaster. But Dan Mullen, he's the best. Well, yeah. Yeah, things have changed. What's up with ESPN stories and then after ESPN stories happen? Or was that uh, or was it Sports Illustrated on Dan Mullen? Uh, it was Sports Illustrated Dang. on Dan Mullen. What's up with big national pieces coming out and then things changing immediately after that? Anyway, it, it brings us back to the Nebraska situation, and we'll ask, is the silence deafening? It feels like... Um, I don't know. It, it, this was kind of your read on it last week, and I've kind of adopted it, I suppose, Schaefer. One way or the other, it feels like there's going to be some movement this week, it, whether it's like Trev Alberts comes out as like, hey, we're, we're, we're staying the course here. You know, everybody's fine. Maybe there's some assistant coaching staff changes this week. As we said, I, I think the, the roster is in a point of flux, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Is a, is a halfway decent way to put it, just because of what There's guys' decisions are going to be. Flux, yeah, yeah, flux, yeah. Um, major players and their decisions on what they're going to do over the last two games of the year. Um, so I don't know where we stand right now. It's 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 silence. How long can the silence go before you start really wondering? Yeah, I um, I wrote. I mean, it's look. It's Monday at ten fifteen. We're not panicking. Sure, I wrote on. Well, no one should be panicking either way. But I, I wrote on Saturday that if Nebraska plans to retain Scott Frost, and I think that they will, and that's that's just what I think is going. That's to my happen. sense as well. Um, they should announce that as soon as they're comfortable announcing it, which needs to be some point this week, because the staff is going on the road to recruit. That's why I don't think you're going to see any staff changes. I don't think you'll see any staff changes until after the signing period, maybe. Um, I, or maybe it happens before, but I'd be a little surprised. And then you've got uh, you've got these coaches that are going on the road to, to recruit, and they're recruiting guys in the 23 class and the 24 class and maybe some 2022s, which Nebraska got a commitment, by the way, on Saturday. Oh, yeah. We can, we can touch on that in a little bit, but – um, from a recruiting standpoint, like you, you sort of need to add the element of stability in at least the words of your AD that this guy's going to be back if they're going on the road to recruit. And there's nothing that matters in the final two games. So if you're going to keep Scott Frost, you should know it by now. Hmm. That's how I feel about it. Because there's nothing like – it doesn't matter if they win or lose these next two games. You're not going to a bowl game. You already had the season that you couldn't afford to have. Yep. And so, if if you're going to keep them, you might as well just come out with it now. It, I mean, optically, yes. But is three and nine different than five and seven? Uh, 
I don't know. I, I, like, I don't think Nebraska. To gonna, me, no. But I, I also went in thinking, like, to me, the barometer for this year is you got to have a bowl team. It is. It, it is to me, but I don't know if there should be changes made based off of the the difference between. I, I three just and don't nine know and five if, and seven. if you're you know going to keep mean? them. Like, what what is the Wisconsin or Iowa game going to tell you? Especially if you're without some of your better players because they are hurt, uh, or there's no reason for them to play through injuries when they're leaving the program anyway. And this week would be the week to say something too because number one it's a buy. Yep. There's you and then the coaches are going out on the road, the whole the distraction. That, that's what that all adds away. up to me. Also B, I mean the 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 heat is the temperature is a little lower right. than it was last week. They played well against yeah. Ohio State. And it shouldn't it shouldn't fluctuate like black or white, we're gonna keep this guy or not keep this guy on a game by game basis. So to that point, I mean, it now seems like a good time. What if, like, could I tell you on the idea that it also makes sense to, re- if you're going to retain them, to do it now? Because then it could provide, instead of coaching these last two games as if your job depends on it, you've already been assured 2022. Maybe that gives you the opportunity to play a Logan Smothers and see what you have Look ahead in those two games. Maybe you no longer are beholden to the idea that you need a certain performance or a certain win or whatever. You play it as your bowl game. You Well, that, but you, you sort of play it to, to give yourself a look at what's on your roster. And I think that that is another reason why. If, if And then, again, this is all under the idea if you're going to retain them. If you're not going to retain them, you don't have to say anything this week. But if you don't say anything by Friday, that feels really loud to me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, if we get to Thursday, Friday, and you and I are sitting on this show and it's 10 16 in the fastest hour at sports radio set your alarm i'm gonna be like what the hell is you know i at that point i'm gonna change the tune of where i'm at which is i think they're gonna bring them back to sure feels like they're leaving them out in the wind this week doesn't it yeah and the argument could be made you know well he's got a contract there's no reason to say anything if you're gonna keep him yada 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 you can't do that after Ted no. Carter has gone on a little bit of a speaking tour. No, you have to say something. It's too loud. Yep. It's too you loud. You absolutely have to say something. And if you're going to keep them, you got to do it now. That, that's the primary question with Nebraska football. And, and Trev knows that. He has his finger on the pulse. Like, he's down he's down on the sidelines before the game talking to people. Like, you know, he gets it. Yeah. He knows that it's at least a conversation. You can't say nothing if you intend to keep him. I agree. But when does that happen? Yeah. I, I again I think early this week is you get the, the press release goes out and you see from there. That's that's just my and it's just a hunch. Like it's not a I don't I'm not sitting here on a yeah. on a pile of information. Well then they, it's it's less you know, like you have the crystal ball confidence. I'm sitting on like a two. Sure. But it just uh, seems to make to sense. To me it makes sense the, from the, the dots connect. Yeah. Right. Um now then the question is what does the team look like over the next two games? Certainly sounds like JoJo Doman. I, this is just the way it sounds to me. Yep. Like I said, 
same as Schaefer, not sitting on a pile of information like that. Um, the way it was talked about post game from both Jojo Doman and Scott Frost sounds like Jojo Doman's played his last game as a Husker. Sounds like to me. I I don't know. Um, it makes sense from his perspective. I think he's a. I think he's going to be a you know somewhat of an NFL draft commodity. Um, if he's got an injury, he might want to get that cleaned up, whatever it is, over the next two weeks, and then start his preparation for the draft over the winter. Makes sense. Um, what does Adrian Martinez's future look like now that the injury stuff is floating out in the wind, right? Does <laughs> he, he want to play through and finish it out and say this is done? How does Scott Frost want to approach it if he's going to be back with the approach of, hey, um, we can get a nice early sneak preview of 2022 here or at least get a real, real – I mean, think about this from the quarterback perspective. I I think most people, like ourselves, think right now that Nebraska is going to look in the transfer portal, and I think they probably will no matter what. But two games here, Logan Smothers get a yeah. shot. I mean, <laughs> he I, hasn't had a real opportunity yet. I don't see a real reason to play a quarterback with a broken jaw and a high ankle sprain against Wisconsin and Iowa when you can't get to a bowl game. I really don't. Like, I, I think, it. to be honest, other than if if you don't think that that Logan can play, then I guess that would be the reason why. But otherwise, to me, you might as well find out what you have. And I wouldn't limit it to just him. I would prepare it so Heinrich Harburg comes in for a couple series too. Like, utilize these reps. Utilize this time. Like, if, if Scott Frost is coming back and he knows he's coming back, play these players. Yeah. Um, I think it looks different over the last two. That's for sure. I, I definitely and that depends. Think so. A lot of that depends on kind of what the message is this week, <laughs> you know. And then we kind of go from there. And so there's if, a lot up in the air right now. And if there's nothing that's said, then yeah, it seems like you're going to get Adrian against Wisconsin and and against Iowa. I also wouldn't rule out Nebraska winning either one of these games. I wouldn't either. I look. I think that Iowa game is going to be crazy for a lot of different yeah. reasons. And, I mean, and could be for the Big Ten West, and Nebraska has an opportunity to play spoiler. One of them being, I think Nebraska has a chance to win it. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I, I'm not depending quite... on how much they lose on defense. Like if if you have, yeah. if you have a handful, I mean, you're already out. Deontay I Williams. I don't know that he's going to be back. I, yeah, Iowa's offense is terrible. I mean, for as much as we talk about Nebraska's offense, whew, Iowa's offense. I was talking about it all year. They kept winning games. It was annoying. Their defense is really good. Constantly pest to the weekend because their offense is garbage. And they, they got to number two somehow doing this. People Annoying. forget that, Schaefer. I will never forget it. <laughs> I will never forgive it. I'm not quite sure about their – I'm a little dubious about their chances to beat Wisconsin. Yeah, that one seems like it would be a little bit more uh, – But, I mean, if you get Graham Mertz doing dumb things with the football – Look, yeah. Which is kind of what Graham Mertz likes to do. Yeah. It's like his favorite thing in the world. That's the great thing about these next two games. That It seems like Nebraska's kind of results because we, we at least have a good understanding of what we're going to get output-wise from Nebraska's offense – a good understanding of what we're going to get output-wise for Nebraska's defense. It kind of depends on, well, is the opposing offense going to give them a couple? If that's the case, Nebraska's going to have a chance. And they put one on Rutgers on Saturday. Yeah, they did. They did. All right, a um, couple minutes on the commit. Tell us about him. Yeah, 
Jaleel Martin from Kenwood Academy in Illinois is another guy from Chicago. You can kind of trace the link back to Chicago to Elante Brown. Mm. They brought him in a couple classes ago. Uh, he's a guy that has really kind of pitched and sold Nebraska uh, as a place to some of these guys from Chicago. And Jaleel Martin's one of them, and there's more of them behind him. The Kenwood uh, Academy has, I think, four or five players Nebraska's offered now at this point. And so it's a it's a school they certainly want to continue to recruit. Jaleel himself is sort of a fascinating recruit in that he is six foot three, close to two hundred pounds, could play safety, could play defensive back, could play JoJo Doman style linebacker. Like there's there's a lot left to be figured out what he's gonna play because he could still be growing. And so if he gets to six four or six five and then you can put him at two twenty five and he can run you got sort of a an athlete there that you can utilize in, in a lot of different ways. And so right now I think he's being brought in as a member of the defensive backfield joining Gage Stinger, who is very similar in that regard where it, yep. it feels like he's going to start at safety, could end up as a linebacker at some point in his career. Martin came out for a Friday Night Lights in June, and Travis Fisher immediately – pulled him aside and was working with him. Uh, and so the relationship there has always been pretty good. He wasn't able to come in for the Purdue game. That's when he was supposed to visit, but Kenwood Academy had a playoff game that day. So they had to reschedule reschedules for Ohio State. And he commits before the game starts. So he commits right around 1030 in the morning. And it's pretty awesome because I knew that it was coming. Yeah. And so you're just kind of like watching him. He's at midfield. He's hanging out with all those guys. Sean Dillon like comes over and goes and gets him. And he goes over to talk to Scott Frost a little bit. He clearly tells Scott Frost. Frost is throwing his hands up in celebration. He's getting bear hugged by the recruiting staff. They they march him back over to where the rest of the commits are. They tell the news. that like Good vibes. It, it's really cool. Yeah. It, was, it was a Really cool vibes before that game. Uh, really cool on his part that that's how he wanted to do it, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I, he comes in and probably there's nine guys in this class. So <laughs> I'd say he's probably in the top half of of what interests me of of what they've got going on. Uh, sometime this week we'll set aside a little bit of time. We can talk. We can talk some recruiting. We might get Alan True or somebody on. Good idea. Uh, to he knows. I mean, it's a bye week. We could well reset. Yeah. yeah, and they they set up a visit. Last week with a defensive back committed to Central Michigan that uh, Iowa, Iowa State, Nebraska have all shown some interest in in uh, Orlando Trader. He's coming in for a visit in December. I would keep an eye on that name. Okay. This is partially why last week I felt like it was seemed pretty obvious to me Nebraska's staff was coming back. Their recruiting has ramped up a little bit. And then now you have in commits and visits and everything else, and it just feels like this is a, the opportunity for Trev Alberts to, to give them – a little bit of stability as they hit the road. I wish I had the Big Ten players of the week for you, but I do not. I can't believe they're doing this to us. Do Very they not sad. understand? I just saw a tweet that Tom Deanhart said that Aiden O'Connell won the co-offensive player of the week. Um, so maybe he just got the email before I did or whatever. Wow. So maybe he's got his sources over at BTN that are that are filling him in on stuff. Uh, oh, look. Jalen, he, he said, this is what Deanhart said. Linebacker Jalen Graham was named Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week. Wow. That would be the Ohio State guy. Oh, Jalen Graham's an Ohio State guy? I thought he was a Purdue guy. He had the the big game against Nebraska. Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, Jalen Graham for his win against Nebraska. Sorry, I screwed that up. They didn't. He didn't say who else won any Big Ten Players of the Week, so we'll just have to wait. Come on, Big Ten. 
We'll figure it out eventually. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about, and we'll do it at the end of the show. But it's we'll spend like eight to ten minutes on when the when the football was on the ground, <laughs> just rolling around, and nobody was nobody was there. Yeah, with about a minute and a half left of, left in that game, it was just insane. How about uh, Nebraska? You know, one turnover for them, two takeaways, and still losing. Yep. It's very, not very often that happens, by the way. They they don't win the turnover battle and lose very often. Yeah, they've done it several times this year, though. They've done it against Ohio State. They, I think this is the second time they've done it this year. I think they, they've done it against Ohio State quite a bit. In Minnesota, right? They had the two picks, and then Adrian only threw one. Yeah. I don't think they had a fumble. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, Maybe Adrian didn't even throw a pick in that game. They're usually about square yeah. in that department, which defense doesn't get takeaways. You know, that whole thing. Uh, so we'll do that at the end of the show to round things out. But up next, we have Alan Bell, Sportsline. It was a very, very weird week in the NFL. Um, a lot of different a weird things. month. Weird month in the NFL. Yeah. We, we have uh, emerging out of it is possibly no good teams. Yeah. Um, or a lot of good teams. Or maybe the Cardinals are good because they can win with Colt McCoy. Yeah. Um, about 3 o'clock yesterday, Red Zone was just out of control watching three amazing games all ending at the exact same time, including the Jags beating the Bills. <laughs> I don't know if amazing is a word I would it was use. It's very weird. It was a weird <laughs> afternoon. Uh, so on that, we'll have Alan Bell of Sportsline next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter, at Connor Happer, at Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.